This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, right now, uh, we're in the thick of things. Uh, I had the opportunity to talk with the consultant company that the Edmonton Eskimos are using. Uh, and and have a lot of a lot of traction with them, uh, so it's it's really good, man. Now it's just time to galvanize the fans and, and get them excited about what we're trying to do and and try to bring this thing home, man, and, and land this plane, brother. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Howdy! Welcome to hour two of the RP Show, everybody. I feel like, as a matter of fact, I know we got a lot of brand new viewers here on hour two that missed a lot from hour one. I'm looking at you, Allie in Texas, or you, Ryan in upstate New York, and a whole bunch of other stellar people. Uh, including, speaking of stellar people, let's bring in uh, Moose DuPont. We've got a lot to get to today. That includes our NHL top five, bottom five. And I feel like there will be some blood spilled over that there on the top five, maybe even the bottom five. There's a lot of teams in the National Hockey League that think that they are all that and we'll win the Stanley Cup. And mark my words, every year, Darren, every year, we go into the Stanley Cup playoffs saying these are going to be the best playoffs ever. And then, like, through round one, we say, yep, this is the best playoffs ever. <laughs> right? Like, it's the first time we've ever said it. Correct? Every year. Every year. It's gonna, this is going to be the greatest Christmas of all time. This is going to be the best. And you know what? They're all good. You can't have a bad NHL playoff. It'll be fun. Yes. Can I tell you that I hate tax season? I know it's a strong word, but I hate tax season with a passion. So there's that. Um, Patrolman, I'm just saying, I got my accountant on, on line one. Rod, can you call me when you got a minute? I don't have a minute. Jeez. We'll get it done, though. Right after this, Serena and I are going to tape the Cats and Bolts podcast. And then it's date night. We literally go out one night a week. And it's to the Yard House. You know that for 50% off appetizers. They know our order now. We are that old Florida couple. And, yeah, Saturday we're going. We're not going to go to Tampa now to watch the Habs and the Lightning. That's changed. But we're going to Fort Myers, Florida to watch the Blue Jays. Uh, so that's all good. I'll stop complaining there. And, um, yes, it was a lively first hour, just to catch everybody up. Oh, I'm glad I write these things down, man. I would be a squirrel on steroids. That's what I would be if I didn't have this all written down. But the big story is Gary Bettman coming into Winnipeg and addressing the media yesterday and saying, no need to panic. What I love here is that our Winnipeg viewers, we all kind of put our heads together, including you and said, what did we get out of what Bettman said? And he said, it's not time to panic yet. I think we can all agree that was the message. I'm just saying he just, the, the inevitable's coming, and I think a lot of people in Winnipeg think the team will never leave, and I don't think that's the case. But I'm kind of tired of talking about it. We talked about last night's NHL games. There are only two tonight, by the way. Blue Jackets at Rangers and St. Louis at Edmonton. Um, we talked about the Blue Jays and Alec Manoa, which now might be at his struggles yesterday. He hit three batters yesterday for the Blue Jays. Um, Darren saying it's just a tune-up. That's what the spring training's for. And that's our poll question. Do you put any stock into Major League Baseball spring training results? And it's brought to you by the Key Auto Group. At the Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence, knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell Get fully informed about your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. And last I looked, 93% of respondents saying, no, we don't put any stock in preseason baseball results, so that's why we're not going to talk about it anymore. We're moving on. What we didn't get to, Darren, it was point four of my quick six show topics. It took us an hour to get here. And it's combine season. And it dawned on me today, because it does take me a while, I'm a, I've been accused of being a slow learner. 
Whether you're into the NFL or CFL combine or not, because we are in combine season, it doesn't really matter. Do you know what it is? It's an opportunity to get the coaches and GMs again, together again, and do media. So you can run around, guys, in the underwear Olympics all you want. Who really cares? Like, Caleb Williams isn't even going to be there, from what I understand, in Indianapolis. But you got Sean Payton. Can I go back and read you this again? You got yeah. Sean Payton talking about Russell Wilson and the future there. I saw the general manager of the Oakland, uh, Oakland Las Vegas Raiders asked about Devontae Adams. It's What's the guy's name, Tom Tuello or Tommy Tugovich or whatever? The new GM of the Raiders said, Devontae, he's a Raider. That was the answer. Basically, as of today, he's a Raider. Here's the story I read just near the end of hour one. Denver Broncos head coach Sean Payton says he won't know until next week at the earliest if he's moving on from quarterback Russell Wilson. But Payton did hint at an upcoming split when he suggested it's imperative for the team to hit on the next one at quarterback. Wilson has won just 11 of 30 starts since being acquired from the Seattle Seahawks. Do you see this? And I wonder if the CFL is paying attention. It's not about the guys that are doing the 40-yard dash and the vertical and whatever else they do. None of that matters. It's about the interviews. It's about getting everybody together. And I'll give you an example from a CFL uh, uh, example. You know Braden Lenius? He played for the University of Washington Huskies. He played it. I watched him in the Fiesta Bowl in Phoenix when he played for the Huskies. He had a cup of coffee with the Atlanta Falcons and the Sask Rough Riders. When he was going through the CFL Combine, because he's a Canadian-born player, uh, he went to it, and I said to his mom after, Shauna, know her well. I knew her when she used to rock and roll, and when I used to rock and roll. And I said, Shauna, what did Braden think of the Combine? And she goes, great. His highlight was beating Richie Hall, childhood hero. Yes! Yes! That's what it's all about. It's not the track meet results that matter. It's getting everybody together. That's what I think. Agree or disagree? Mostly agree. I mean, <laughs> for some of the prospects, you know, if you know you're going to be a first-round pick, we don't even see them participate. Like, Caleb Williams may or may not be in Indy, but for sure he's not going to throw. And why would he? All it can do is lower his stock. His stock is number one. So how do you go above that, right? For some guys, how you do and some results might, you know, improve your draft status. A, a receiver, a corner, or somebody runs a blazing fast 40. It might move them up, earn them a bigger signing bonus from being a higher draft pick. But you're right. For the most part, it's an opportunity for the league to be visible. It's an opportunity for the GMs and the coaches to be in front of the media to keep that machine going. 365 days a year. Yeah, well, by the way, I uh, I'm incredibly open-minded, and I know that because I used to be incredibly close-minded, so I know what that's like, and I'm not like that anymore. Uh, so I'm willing to learn new things. And so with the combines coming up, I don't care. I never really cared. You know, and I loved when Peter King came out and announced Monday in his Monday morning quarterback column, or whatever he calls it now, that he doesn't care anymore, nor the draft. I'm like, somebody said it. And I never really did, but it was Peter King's job to care. Uh, but now, you know, the Hall of Fame was always my thing. Like, really my thing. I sat on committees. I did the voting. I loved it. But it's all changed, right? So I'm like, maybe I need to get into the draft more. I don't know yet. I'm willing to learn new tricks. Darren in Utah says, combines tell you what you already know. And combine warriors can get you fired as a GM. Yeah, he's talking. Like it's just, it's not about the results. And God bless the nerds that sit and watch the streaming of the combine or the NFL combine. God bless you that you actually care. But at least we can now say, or I can say, I don't care. Peter King's now saying it. You know, um, but it's, I do want to know what Sean Payton's saying. I do want to know what Jerry Jones is going to say about the future of Dak Prescott. All those guys will be there. But don't ask me to watch the Underwear Olympics. Reg in Winnipeg writes in and he says, Rod, are you old enough to live in the villages? I had to think about that for a minute. 
And now I know what he's saying. He's saying, are you old enough to live in the seniors' developments? I am counting down the days. I'm getting there. 55 plus to get into these. You know, there's a lot of benefits. I didn't, did I ever tell you, I read an article when I was about your age saying the happiest years of your life are your 50s and 60s. And I thought, why the hell would that be? You're old, you're broken down. I'm guessing things don't work. Certainly not like they used. Why would that be the best time of your life? And then I've hit, I'm 51. I'm like, I get it. I get it. 20s, 30s, and 40s, you're supposed to grind. 50s and 60s, you're not <laughs> responsible for feeding a family. Anymore. They're responsible for themselves. Get the hell out. You can do whatever you want. It's the greatest thing ever. $6.99 to go to a movie. What? The late show starts at 4.30 here at Cinemark in Boca. It's cheaper to live in these places. Everything is great. Now, I would say cheaper buffet at Golden Corral, but that's already cheap. It's $13.99 as it is for you. For me, it, well, when I hit senior status, I'd be like $9.99. My God, what's not to like? Dan in Winnipeg writes in and says, do you think the Winnipeg Jets will leave? <sighs> Come on, Dan, you're killing me, Smalls. We just spent an hour on it in hour one. I'm, we're ready to move on. <laughs> Patrolman Pete says, at one time, that retirement date seemed so far off. Now it's approaching frighteningly fast. It doesn't bother me. It's a, it's a blessing, man. It's a, it's a gift. It's a gift, by the way, to grow old. People look at it wrong. They do. And to be honest, we've had the news today, and it's taken for, till now for me to mention it. Craig Rowe former CFL defensive player, has lost his battle with cancer. And nobody knew until his wife announced it from his Twitter account today. Craig Rowe, he's been on this show. That guy was a baller, man. Uh, I used to call him when I was calling CFL games, Craig Death Rowe, because he was that kind of guy. And his wife, if you read the tweet, said he didn't want to make any big deal about this. He wanted to make sure that his family was in a good situation and his family was in a good position. I think she said Monday he passed away from his battle with cancer. And that's gutted the CFL community. And I'm not sure, I apologize, I'm not sure his age. My guess, late 30s. Uh, so that's my point. You want to sit and bitch about becoming a senior or that you might have a new wrinkle or something for real? Maybe take a little longer look in the mirror and realize how lucky you are. Um, Darren, do you have any thoughts on that before I read a few more comments from the viewers here? You're completely right. And not to get too, you know, sentimental on, on, on a sports show, you know, in the middle of the afternoon, but death gives meaning to life. And there's no greater example that was brought up actually on a social media video than flowers. You buy real flowers, you appreciate them because they're, the death gives meaning to the life. If you just bought fake flowers, they wouldn't mean anything, right? So. Life is precious, growing old is a gift, all the things you mentioned, and uh, really uh, send thoughts and prayers and uh, everything else <laughs> to the Roe family. Dude, for sure, and we can get deep if we want. It's our show, and that's what makes us different. I mean, I listen, I'm living in Florida. So back to this. I think when I first started coming here, I was 49, and 55 seemed a long time away, but I also know how to get there one day at a time as my bracelet. I'm now 51. We're getting there. I remember when they were building that football stadium in Saskatchewan. I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to take forever. And it was 24 months from shovel hitting ground to kickoff. And I'm like, think of something else. Pining about it's not going to make it go any faster. <laughs> I can tell you that. So appreciate every day while you're waiting. And that's what I'm doing. And that's my advice. On Craig Rowe, uh, Patrolman Pete says, 33 is way too young. He's only 33. David, number one in Winnipeg, writes in. He says, wow, rest in peace. I met him at training camp. Real genuine guy. And I don't remember why we had him on the air. I feel like he was, had something to do with his business. That at not Clark? I think it was during COVID. 
but he was a real nice guy. Yeah. Okay. Clark saying he was doing a defensive line training course. That's the thing. He wanted to mentor people. He wanted to help others. That's the kind of guy Craig Rowe was. And literally nobody knew that he was battling cancer until he was gone. Didn't want it to be about him. I mean, that's... And again, handle it all your own way. Some people do it differently. And that's the other thing, by the way. Coming to Florida, I learned... I knew before I even got here that it's the addiction capital of the world. What I didn't know until I got here and got active in the recovery community is that it's the recovery capital of the world, too. It's what you're saying. Where there's dark, there's got to be light. And when I sit here, I'll tell you a little story. Um, when I say, don't distract Jets fans and say, oh, but Arizona's this. And, oh, the Florida Panthers are that. No, we're talking about you. And the reason, I'll give you a story. I don't mind going a little over on this. Because when I quit drinking, and it was... To quote my dad, when it's national news that you decided to quit drinking, you think maybe you drank too much? Thanks, Dad, who incidentally was in the same club as me. But one of an event that I went to shortly after becoming sober, I came home and there was a big name sports guy there. I'm not going to out him at all, but I was mad because we were in the bar together. It was a work function. And he's smashing glasses and smacking asses and having a big old time, just like I used to love to do. But I left before sundown, ticked off. I think I kicked the cat on the way home, went to my hotel, called home, got in a fight with my wife, pissed off. And on the Monday, I'm dealing with my counselor, and he's like, what are you so mad about? He's like, how was the trip? I said, well, this guy was doing this, and I couldn't. Poor me. And he's like, well, how come I got to quit drinking? He's doing it. We're not talking about him. We're talking about you. Clearly, I felt that, Darren. <laughs> and I still, so it still comes up. It's a, it's a thing. Stop deflecting because I see it all the time. Everybody does. But it's not right. Oh, yeah, we're talking about all the things that I did. But what about this guy and that guy? We're not talking about them. So to sum up what we were talking about last hour about what, what Gary Bettman said, that there's not a problem or there's no reason to panic, <laughs> fine. To, uh, to use a DuPont metaphor, listen, the house is not in, fully engulfed in flames, okay? There's a fire burning in the garbage can in the garage. So we don't need to worry yet. Okay, but if we don't put this thing out, which I'm not sure they're capable of putting out, they're going to be big problems. We'll be back in a moment. Sammy Cosentino coming up this hour. We'll do NHL Top 5, Bottom 5 when we return. We are live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Everything I've worked for, everything I've sacrificed, has led to this. It's out of your hands now. All the gold medals in the world can't help you now. You could throw the perfect rock and still miss. But it just takes one. You leave it all out there on the ice to leave behind a legacy. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop, EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Do not adjust your sets. Yes, the host is wearing a king's crown and robe. You know what that means. In a second, we'll be playing Deal or No Deal. Uh, top five, bottom five, actually, to be more specific. But I just wanted to tell you that... Fresh off a record-breaking win a year ago in London, Ontario, Brad Gushu's team will begin its chase for another piece of curling history on Friday when the 2024 Montana's Briar, presented by AGI, opens at the Brand Centre in Regina. Gushu's St. John's team is attempting to become just the second team in the rich history of the Briar to win three straight titles, matching the run of Randy Furby's Edmonton team, which prevailed in 01, 02, and 03. And you can be there. Rod Peterson Show will be broadcasting live all next week. Curling.ca slash tickets is uh, the place to go to get your tickets and all the fun events that are going on, including the Rec Laws opening night party. Curling.ca slash tickets. Okie doke. Please bring the moose in now. And can I ask you a question, Darren? We, we, we yeah. go so fast on this show, which is fine. That's the way it's set up to be. I don't regret that, but... What was it, Vegas 6, Toronto 2? How much of it? And Sheldon Keefe kicked out. What's the reaction in Tirana today about that? You know, honestly, what I see, it's been pretty quiet. I mean, they don't like the game. They don't like the result. But I don't think they're panicking because they've just come off a great stretch of games, right, where they were on a, a win streak, on a heater, as they say, and I think they're not, they're not panicking, which is, you know, a mature sign. Um, at least today, what I've seen in the market. Vegas is a good team. And they missed last night at an off night. Yeah. Well, that's the point. <laughs> oh, dude. That's the one thing the fans, um, it's the way they are of every sport. It's the way they are. The whole season does not rest on one game. You know, it doesn't rest on two, three, or four games. Did you hear last hour when I said this? It just dawned on me. The difference between Flames fans and Oilers fans. The Flames have won four in a row, and they're writing in, wanting us to be talking about them more, hyping them up more. And I'm like, oh, my God, I, I didn't know you guys still existed. Because they're having a crappy season. I see what they say. Fire Huska, he sucks. Conroy sucks. That's on the, on the social media, but we don't hear them come writing in here. I said, when the Flames fan, when they win, that's all you hear from is the Flames fans. When they lose, you don't hear from them. Oilers fans, when they win, you don't hear from them. When they lose, that's when you hear from them. Complete opposite. What's the cutoff? Red Deer? I don't know what it's like in Red Deer. Do you see that? I know. Yeah. And, and it's weird that that's the way the fan base goes, right? That they're completely opposites. And I don't know which one's right, which one's wrong. But you Yeah, know, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know what's me. better. Yeah. But it kind of reminds me that you kind of said, you know, back in, you know, the, the old Saskatchewan days that, you know, comments and website traffic and all the rest was uh, always bigger when they lost. The hits were never higher than oh, when yeah. the team lost. You know, and quiet when they win. So and maybe it's an expectation thing. You know, when you win, you're like, okay. That's what we expect. You know, nothing to see here. Um, it could be that. Yeah, that's largely true. But I can tell you this. When a team is real bad, like real bad, and we saw that with the Rough Riders, uh, that's when the people tune out. <laughs> you don't want that. 
Like that whole second half of the 2015 season when we fired the coach and GM, uh, they, no. <laughs> Everything was down. People stopped paying attention. And I remember traveling across the great country of Canada, and I was chatting with Craig Button one time, and he was like, how are Ryder fans dealing with the fact that you guys suck? And we're like 3-13 and 13 or whatever. You, I'm like, you wouldn't believe it, butts, but they've checked out. They're not even paying attention. He's like, in Saskatchewan? I'm like, I know, but it happens. So you don't want that? No. Don, our Navy, Don, our Navy friend, writes in. He says, honest question, how much longer can costs of running a sports franchise keep going up and up? Somewhere it has to reach a tipping point. Um, I, I'm hoping that's a rhetorical question from you, Don, because I don't know the answer to that. We're way way past where I thought the breaking point would be in sports. I don't get it anymore. And I don't even think if you went down to your local university and asked an economist if they could answer it, why would it be better, facetiously speaking or hypothetically speaking, why would it be better for the Winnipeg Jets to be in Atlanta financially than Winnipeg? Why would that be? It makes no sense. Winnipeg's a hockey town. Atlanta is not. Yet there are 6 million people in Atlanta, and there are 750,000 in Winnipeg. Eventually, I think that's where they will end up being because there's more money there. I don't get it, but that's the way that it is. I remember you've heard me tell the story of coming out of a George Strait concert in Dallas when my dad was working for the uh, Stars. It was 2000, and it was the year they were playing New Jersey in the Stanley Cup final. They went to like three or four overtimes. And I couldn't get the score. It was the George Strait Country Fest. 12 hours of country music. Woo! I loved it. And Kenny Chesney, Tim McGrath, Leanne Womack, and George Strait. Walked out of Texas Stadium, the home of the Cowboys, and I'm trying to taxi lines there. I'm trying to figure out what the score was. Nobody knew. Nobody cared. And I distinctly remember yelling, this wouldn't happen in Winnipeg! Yet... Here we are, Texas hockey still going strong since 95, and nobody's bitching and moaning there about money because it's 7 million people, and they got a foothold there. It doesn't make any sense. How would you take a swing at that? Where's the tipping point? I don't know. We're past it. It doesn't make sense, but it is what it is. You know, um, whether you can make sense of it or not, it's, it's reality, you know, of the situation. But I think, you know what? You know, neither one of us want the team to leave Winnipeg. Um, I, th- I believe in the city will we'll rally and find a way to keep that team and, and uh, get through this. But uh, it's not just going to happen overnight. And the team winning will help. And, you know, it is helping. We'll see how that affects things long term. Yeah, there's just so much. <clears throat> the ticket revenue is one thing. I mean, I, God bless Bill Edwards, the guy that sent in the Braun and Don bobblehead here. He wrote in the other day and he said, Rough Riders are selling season tickets for $300. And I'm like, well, RP math, that's $30 a game. I was told by the riders back in the day, you can't do that. I said, you got to lower ticket prices. This is insane. You can't do that, Rod. You don't understand. You're just a stupid radio guy. Shut up and call the game. Call the game. Okay. I don't know anything then. And now they're doing it. (laughs) It's only been 10 years. You know, so... Again, I don't know anything. I'm sitting here in a crown. Are you ready to play NHL deal or no deal? Now, top five, bottom five, it's replaced deal or no deal. Yeah, you are? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. For our official betting partner, Bet Regal, here's our NHL top five, bottom five. Pay attention, listen up, read them and weep. The number one team of the NHL is the Vancouver Canucks. Ho, ho, ho. Hey, number one is number one. I don't care. 83 points or 83 points. Number two, it is the Florida Panthers. Told you. Number three, it's the Boston Bruins. They're on a hate tour. And people are finally taking notice, Darren. Number four, it's the Winnipeg Jets. They've got it all. Except a full building. And number five, I had the New York Rangers, but I scratched it out. It's the Vegas Golden Knights. They're the team that nobody would want to play. Do you actually know where they are in the standings? They're 10th overall, Vegas. But they're the ones that just motorboated the Maple Leafs last night, 6-2. So Vegas is the fifth team. Now, here's the bottom five. 
The 28th team, the Columbus Blue Jackets. No coach, no GM, no chance. 29th team, the Anaheim Ducks. They've lost three in a row, and I'm starting to wonder if they'll ever figure it out. The 30th team in the NHL is the Chicago Blackhawks. At least they've got but odd. Second worst team, number 31, is the Arizona Coyotes. Under the L, 13. That's 13 straight losses for Arizona. And the last place team is the San Jose Sharks. Sharks belong in a tank, and that's what they're doing. That's our NHL top five, bottom five for our official betting partner, Bet Regal. What do you think, Moose? Read him and weep. Yeah, I had to do a double check when I pulled up the standings to take a look. 13 in a row for the Coyotes. And yet, yeah. it's the Winnipeg Jets that are threatening to leave town. Uh, the number five overall team in the standings. <sighs> the life doesn't make sense. Life doesn't make sense. Um, I would take out Boston, insert the Rangers, 9-1 and one in their last 10. We're on a heater before losing their last game. I think they are one of, if not, you know, they're right there in the top teams in the National Hockey League. That's the only change I would make. Boston for the Rangers. Uh, I get it, but uh, hey, there's a lot of great teams. We didn't mention, and I hung around on this for a while, Dallas, Colorado, obviously Carolina, which they all hate me today. Is this ever fun riling up completely new pools of population? It's a gift that I have angering people. And for those that missed it off the start, I just innocently asked from our Cats and Bolts podcast Twitter account, do the Panthers have the best tailgating in the NHL? Took a photo of the tailgate that I was at last night. It was great. The Hurricanes people, to say they snapped would be a mild understatement. Um, I don't have Carolina in my top five. Now I'm anti-Carolina. Uh, Terry in Calgary, appreciate the thoughts. Not reading it, though. Randy from, Win- Randy from Winnipeg says, uh, you price tickets what you can to fill the building. Money is made off food, beer, parking. It's a- yeah, the old model, but it's not that anymore. Did you see the NFL salary cap went up $30.6 million last year? That's not coming from parking and food and beer. Not anymore. It's a new world, bro. It's corporate sponsorship. It's bodies. It's not what it is, not mom and pop. Moose, you're done. Thanks for playing. Have a great Toronto day. You too. Thank you. Sammy Cosentino joins us next from Rogers Sportsnet and NHL Network. We are live on Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Everything I've worked for, everything I've sacrificed. led to this. It's out of your hands now. All the gold medals in the world can't help you now. You could throw the perfect rock and still miss. But it just takes one. You leave it all out there on the ice to leave behind a legacy. Are you struggling in life, perhaps feeling hopeless, or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain? It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me or email petersonrecovery at AOL.com. It's never too late. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, it's the RP Show, everybody. Great to be with you in this business. It's great to be anywhere. 
And I want to tell you, uh, we're brought to you in part by Kia Auto Group. At the Kia Auto Group, you can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed and about your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. Our poll question for Kia Auto Group today is, are you concerned at all? you put any stock in spring training baseball results? That's where I want to open with our next guest, Sammy Cosentino, because he is, if I, if I can be so bold, you're a baseball guy first, right, Sammy? Am I right in saying that? Back in the days, that's for sure. I have been detached from it for quite some time from a broadcast perspective, but that's where I got my education uh, on a baseball scholarship and spent uh, 12 years with the Blue Jays in various capacities and then uh, in a broadcasting role for another, oh, gee, six or seven years. So, yeah, that's uh, baseball is a long part of my history, Roddy. Well, I would expect that you have you enjoy talking about it because it's in you. Sounds like it's in your DNA. You called some Expos games on the score, did you not? I did in two thousand and four, and I think uh, I think I saw recently that Netflix is putting something together for um, for that final year. So I'm really interested to see how that plays out uh, and, and see if anyone contacts me at all about it because I don't know. I'd be interested to see what they got cooking over there. I know. Well, we had Mike Wilner on last week, and we talked about that documentary and so forth. And uh, listen, I'm not a stalker, Sam, but I have followed your career. Uh, so how would you answer the question? How, do you put stock in preseason results? And not scores specifically, but Alec Manoa last night hitting three batters in his spring training debut. What should we be concerned? Yeah, I think there should be some concern just based on he hasn't done it in such a long time. And the way the year ended last year left all kinds of question marks. He comes back, looks to be in better shape. He's talking a good game and then goes out and has, a, has an outing like that. Of course, I'd be concerned. You know, like the rhetoric is always going to be in spring training. It's early. Good thing we're doing it here instead of the real season. There's still plenty of time. I liked what I did. First outing, la, 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 la. But you know, I guess that outing will only be as, as good or as, as bad as the next one. And we'll see what happens then. Okay. Well, speaking of la, 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 corporate speak or team speak, I'm really like to know our, our big topic is what Gary Bettman had to say in Winnipeg on Tuesday. We're all trying to decipher what he said versus what he meant. And what do you think? Fascinating stuff for me. And so when it comes to the Winnipeg Chats situation, I was there early in the year, and that was a huge topic of conversation. Um, you know, they started winning. That talk went down a little bit. Um, and then, you know, you look at the Gary Bettman visiting there. That in itself is a, is a news story, I think. Um, the market has always been strong since, you know, since its, its second incarnation, if, if you will. Um, but, yeah, I mean, when you look at a market that small, the issue you have is your margin for error is significantly smaller. And I heard you talking a little bit about Dallas earlier on. Well, the margin for error there is quite big. You can attract new people. You can do some dynamic things with your ticket prices. You have a big building. You have a team that's had success. You know, Winnipeg doesn't have a, a, a big building. They don't have a big market. They have a much smaller uh, margin for air there having said that the number one marketing tool you have is winning and the winnipeg jets are doing that right now but people want to see that happening in the playoffs so you know i'm interested I, i'm always fascinated by that market because i know there were some some people that i spoke to locally when i was out there earlier in the year that that talked you know that maybe there was a little bit of arrogance on the part of the jets from their return right up until basically the last two years and as a result of that you know, the service wasn't quite as good. They knew they were going to be sold out, um, you know, every night. And it wasn't, wasn't a concern. Well, those people that kind of got left behind in that vortex are now sort of having their say and saying, hey, listen, we didn't feel like we were serviced properly. We felt your ticket prices weren't, uh, you know, good for us. We felt that your, your dynamic ticket packaging uh, didn't suit us. And now we're in a different time in a different place with the pandemic having passed, the, the depression in the market. You know, things have changed significantly. And so it's a smart enough business group that I think they're going to get it figured out, Roddy. But there is some cause for concern when the, when the commissioner shows up. Yeah, well, um, welcome to Canadian NHL teams. <laughs> it's just the way 
they don't expect that they got to do anything to fill their building. You know, it's kind of what's going on here in Florida, too, because season ticket holders just got a letter that ticket prices from last year's Stanley Cup playoffs have doubled. And they're like, what? And it's like, if you don't want to pay it, somebody will be in your seat because I was there. There was 18,000 people in the Stanley, 185 in the Stanley Cup final paying 1,200 a ticket. It's now 2,400 a ticket. I'm like, who are these people that are paying this? But they are. Uh, yeah, I don't get it either. But that's what happens when you win. You know, that's what happens when yeah. you win. Now, then, then you're the, the market bears it, Roddy. Sorry, so, you, you have a. Th- I mean, the market bears it. So, and, and you know what? And there's going to be a lot of people thinking that if Florida has to go into a downturn here and they're looking for people to fill their seats in the next, you know, whatever, three, four years, those are the people that, that, that you've. Uh, and all that you've that you've hit hard and those are the people that likely won't respond yeah well i also think they'll just drop the ticket prices <laughs> that's what i that's what i do think will mm-hmm. happen but w- we'll see by the way i'm very much enjoying keeping an eye on florida for you sammy when you come back just so you know it's in good hands now everybody's nice. talking about the top end of the standings but i want to ask you about the bottom end of the standings because you're the prospect guy um my bottom five teams in the NHL right now, not by standings necessarily, but are San Jose, Arizona, Chicago, Anaheim, Columbus. How deep is that draft? How low do you want to finish? Can you get a franchise-saving player in the top five, even top three? Yeah, I mean, uh, number one, you can for sure. And then there, it, it, it varies after that because there's a, a large number of defensemen, Roddy, and there's a large number of defensemen that are completely different. I mean, Anton Slyv is a six foot seven guy. You know, is he the next Nikita Zadorov? Who, if you're saying you're picking second overall, is that something you want? Having said that, you look at the defense cores of the last, you know, three or four Stanley Cup winning teams. They have players like Anton Slyv who've been really successful, who are big, durable, have a physical edge, skate well, move pucks. You know, he can do that kind of stuff. Then you move into a, a Demidov, um, who is a player. Kind of like Celebrini, but playing in Russia, but he's playing only against the MHL competition there. So it's really hard to gauge what he is. In a vacuum, he looks similar to Celebrini in that he's a play driver. Um, he's a high-end competitor. He plays in three zones. But do you want to take that risk with, with a player from Russia for those two players that I've talked about? Then we start to move into a, a more broad range of defensive. Um, Levshunov, Artem Levshunov. I went to see him at Michigan uh, a couple weeks ago playing for Michigan State. He's an all-around guy with some size, with some bite, with some puck moving, good shooting ability. And then you move into the Zane Pareks, the Carter Yakubchuk's. Yakubchuk's a big guy who doesn't defend well but really tilts to the offensive side. Zane Parek is a smaller guy who's like Eric Carlson when it comes to the offensive side of the game. Some people question his defense. So what I'm trying to tell you, Roddy, is that after you get through those first, you know, the, the first pick, you're looking at a group of defensemen that are all over the map. Some small and offensive, some big and offensive, some big and stay home, some medium who are two-way. So, so that, you know, do you look at those players as, as franchise-changing players? Not necessarily, but I do think there's a couple of top-pairing defensemen in that group. Fun to watch and uh, enter in the home stretch. The best time of the year is coming up. Sammy, always good. Say hey to the family for me, man, and uh, enjoy the hockey. Always watching down here, enjoying it. Great to see you, Roddy, and I love it that you're hanging out with the Panthers, and who knows, maybe I'll get to see you in the next couple weeks. We'll be here. Look us up, Sammy. Sportsnets and NHL Network Sam Constantino checking in. We'll be right back with Overtime, which includes a sports update and viewer takeover. Whatever you want to talk about, it's all on the table next. Live on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Everything I've worked for, everything I've sacrificed, has led to this. It's out of your hands now. All the gold medals in the world can't help you now. You can throw the perfect rock and still miss, but it just takes one. You leave it all out there on the ice to leave behind a legacy.
You got something to say? You want to add to this show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. All right, everybody. Let's get some good stuff in. It's just you and me the rest of the way here in overtime. This is yesterday where I got the wonderful message from Pearl in Calgary. I hope she's still watching right now. Hey, Pearl. Uh, she writes in and says, very much enjoy your show. We got one, Clark. Thank you. All you need's one. That's what I've heard. I wrote her back and I said, thank you, Pearl. Very much appreciated. You watching today, Pearl? 902-518-3033. We're brought to you by Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary. Golf has driving ranges. Baseball has batting cages. Why wouldn't hockey have shooting lanes? Well, it does. At Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary, head on down there, tell them Rod sent you, and ask for Randy or Michelle. Licensed bar, great for team parties, staff parties, family parties. Check them out. 28th Street Northeast in Calgary, Overtime Hockey Lanes. Disregarding, you know, Sports has changed. Financially, it certainly has. And Scott in Moose Jaw writes in and he says, money for pro sports comes from all the new gambling sites. That's a very big part of it. But the best leagues and the major leagues have money coming from everywhere. And Winnipeg, the NHL is big league. And is Winnipeg big league financially? We're going to find out. I mean, this is, I'm enjoying the back and forth dialogue with the Winnipeg people, particularly the sports people, because I think they understand that I get it. And I hear things that Joe Fan doesn't. And again, the Jets, since they came back 14 years ago, have been sucking a lot of money out of that town. How much is left? How much is left? And the charities and the other sports teams and everybody else looking for sponsorship has suffered because all the money's gone to the Jets for 14 years. And now the ticket buying is down. And I'm just wondering when they have this corporate squeeze, how much more money is going to be left to prop up the Jets? It's not just about ticket sales. And if you think it is, God bless you. Uh, sports update, as I said, this isn't good. The BC Lions organization is deeply saddened to learn of the passing of former defensive lineman Craig Rowe. The club has issued the following statement. This is from the team. Craig was a consummate professional who always battled hard for his teammates. His dedication to representing the BC Lions and helping others was also evident during the many hours he put into our team's school programs. Our thoughts are with Craig's wife, Chelsea, son, Max, and their entire family at this difficult time. He was 33. Craig suited up in 45 games with the Lions from 2015 to 2017. At 20 career sacks before finishing his career with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers from 2018 to 19 and winning a Grey Cup in his final season. We didn't even know he was sick, and that was... His wife, Chelsea, sent out the tweet from Craig's account today saying he passed Monday. He didn't want to be a distraction to anybody or make this a big deal. So all I can say is on behalf of our program, our viewers, condolences to Craig and those teams because I know they're hurting too. Elsewhere, the Edmonton Oilers will uh, finish off a five-game homestand against the St. Louis Blues tonight in one of just two games. Oilers star Connor McDavid has gone 10 games without a goal, but has chipped in with 23 assists during that span. Elsewhere, the Rangers visit the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Toronto Blue Jays search for their second win of spring training when they host the Tampa Bay Rays in Dunedin today. They're underway. The Jays have dropped three of four preseason games, including 6-4 to Detroit on Tuesday. The sports updates brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. In Landmark Cinemas now, anyone but you. This edgy comedy features B and Ben, who look like the perfect couple, but after an amazing first date, something happens that turns their fiery hot attraction ice cold until they find themselves unexpectedly thrust together at a destination wedding in Australia. Could you imagine? In theaters now, anyone but you, starring Alexandra Ship and Glenn Powell. And also, we're brought to you our sports updates by Common Crown Brewing out of Calgary. Southern Alberta, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca.
Hmm. I'm just checking the comments from everybody here. I'm just making sure that nothing's too emotional or anybody's saying something they'll regret. Allie writes in from Texas. She says, great show, even though I was late. Hope everyone has a great rest of their day. Uh, we're going to go tape the Cats and Bolts podcast after this, where we talk Florida Panthers and Tampa Bay Lightning Alley and the ire of the Carolina Hurricanes fans that I drew last night. I don't know how I, and I didn't even try. I simply put a photo out of this tailgate party that we had at the Panthers game last night. I said, is this the best tailgating in the NHL? Hurricanes fans went ballistic and said some really mean things. We'll discuss that and others on the Cats and Bolts podcast. Randy from Winnipeg says, if it was just about ticket sales, the Florida Panthers would have been gone years ago. Right? It's not just about ticket sales. Arizona Coyotes, same thing. Oh, my God. Patrolman Pete, he wants to sit here and argue. I don't want to argue, guy. Everything's great. It's awesome. Oh! From Randy at Overtime Hockey Lanes, he says, Overtime now has lacrosse. How about that? Canada's national sport. I really like me some lacrosse. Okay, next time in Calgary, I'm going to check it out. Glenn in Medicine Hat. Medicine Hat. Writes in and says, It's nice to see Brian Munns working on his golf game. I wonder if he's gearing up to roll back to his Saskatchewan roots in Waska Sioux to crush us all at the senior lobstick. Uh, that's about all I'm prepared to say. I appreciate the comments. We can't get to them all now. We'll do it all again tomorrow, right? What day is it? Noon Eastern, Game Plus, and Key Radio. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> this is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.